All right, welcome back to the Whittemore Center here in Durham. The score at the end of one period is Merrimack 1, UNH 1. Uh, Mike Macknick, John Leahy is uh, alongside as well, and joining us for this first intermission is uh, Merrimack freshman forward Clayton Jardine. And, uh, well, we were just talking off the air, Clayton, uh, the, the injury on the first, very first shift of the game to, to Carter Matson uh, you know, didn't look good. What did, what did you see, and have you heard anything? Uh, no, I haven't heard much, but it, uh, it didn't look good at all when he went behind the net there uh, on his back into the board. Uh, feet first there. It didn't look like his ankle uh, did anything good for himself. Uh, it's tough to see from him. You know, he, uh, Coach uh, demanded something from him, and he came back after that that last game that he sat, and he, he's been playing well ever since. Probably our best centerman on the ice, so it's tough to see a guy like that go down, a senior, and uh, you really got to feel for the guy. I mean, obviously, in so many so many things we could say, but uh, one of the thoughts I had was, boy, first shift of the game, you guys come in, you're, you know, you're all pumped up and ready to go and everything, and now it's such a long delay, and I thought that the team handled it pretty well. Yeah, we actually did come out pretty well after that. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's going to be hard to play after seeing a, seeing a, a senior go down, a leader for the team. But uh, I think we, was, we responded well, especially with Blasey stepping up and uh, putting that goal in the back of the net. What do you think is likely to happen here? I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot to ask one guy, I guess, that they'll shift the rest of the game. I mean, situations like this, will they typically rotate that? Yeah, they will typically rotate that, I think. And you also got guys like Todd that can play the center ice as well. So it's nice you have a couple guys that can step into that position. But I think with the three center have they can uh, they can do it you're talking with Clayton Jardine the Warriors are tied up at 1-1 here in the first period and uh, you mentioned Red Blyer pretty good effort by him to step up there and read that play pretty well and a good good read as well by Connor Toomey to find him for the, for the goal yeah uh, Toomey had great vision there in the corner there to see Blasey and that was a that was a great shot by Bly to put it over uh, the goalie's pad just under the blocker they got the goal late in the period it looked like you guys had the better of the play the, maybe the first half of the period and, and they had the better play in the second half um, you know overall what do you take away from that first? Uh, you got to take away the positives, obviously. Like, it was just one defensive breakdown, and that's that's what UNH did. We saw that last night as well. We made two mistakes in a matter of two minutes, and they scored two goals. Same thing tonight. It was one bad defensive play, and they scored on it. So you got to limit their opportunities because they're, they're good when they have those opportunities. Now, what, what did you guys talk about after the game? I guess, you know, what was the mood after the game? It seemed like it was one of those games you guys were, were, were pretty pumped up and ready coming in, and then, you know, like you said, 28 seconds is all, you know, that, those are the only two goals that they got that ends up being the difference in the game yeah it's one of those games where everyone knows what happened everyone knows what went wrong it was two minutes and uh, we didn't really play good for the first 40 and everyone was discouraged everyone was uh, pretty mad at themselves and coach kind of just sat back and uh, the leaders took over and they said what what we did wrong and it didn't take a scientist to figure out what went wrong everyone knew the first 40 minutes were horrible so that was our first goal tonight was come out in the first 20 here and get something done and I think for the most part we did a really good job and I wanted to ask you about uh, your brother, of course. I mean, you played at Camrose, and he played, you see, he's there still, and, and uh, he's going to head to Ohio State next year. So I don't know if there's a chance that Merrimack and Ohio State will meet up in the next few years, but the uh, possibility you guys could, could, could play against each other in college. Have, you played with each other at Camrose. Have you played against each other at all? No, I've never played against him. It would, uh, it would actually be kind of cool to play against him uh, with me being a forward, him being a defenseman. He's a couple inches taller than me, see if I can skate faster than him. But no, it was, uh, it was good living with him and playing with him last year in Camrose and uh, me being the captain there and getting to see him through his rookie years and uh, so uh, that, would, that would just be a dream come true for not only me but all my family members to see wherever we play in Merrimack or in Ohio, in Ohio, Ohio State. How's Camrose doing this year? Storied program, so many players have come here from over the years. I mean, uh, you, 
you played with a number of guys who previously you played with them at Camrose, and they came to Merrimack, and then you came here as well. So you're getting reunited with guys like uh, Carl Stolry and Jesse Todd. How are they doing? And, and tell us, you know, your thoughts about the program. Then. Oh, the program's great. You can't you can't say anything but positives for sure. Boris and uh, Doug do a great job down there, but they're they're for what what they lost with probably losing their top two D men and uh, all three lines on forward. I, I'd say they're doing pretty well this year. Uh, they're back to the hard nosed style hockey that Boris loves to play and uh, from looking at the stats and the game sheets that's what they're doing every night it's a rough and tumble kind of team winning games 3-2-2-1 and uh, right now they're in a little rough patch but I think they'll get out of it quicker how, how, How's the adjustment I guess been for you uh, You know, going from junior to, uh, to college here at Division 1 level? Uh, I would say it's it's going pretty well with uh, Coach helped me out a lot but the D-man in this league are just everyone's strong everyone's, everyone out here is just looking to put a body on you and uh, you got to be a lot smarter but I think uh, overall there's there's not much of a difference. Hockey's hockey and besides the, the, the defenseman, hockey's hockey. I've been impressed with the play of all of the freshmen for one reason or another. I mean, everybody seems to bring something different to the table. Um, you know, I guess uh, give us your thoughts on, on some of the other guys that you've come in with. I mean, like I said, uh, everybody seems to have something different. Guys that work, uh, you know, guys whose strength is in the corners or in front. You've got, you know, the defensemen like Wills and Colomatis. Everybody brings something. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think uh, Mansfield, me and Singles, we bring a lot of hard work. And then there's Toomey and Myers. They bring uh, a lot of skill. And like you see, they're on the power play there. And they, they can do a lot of special things with the box. And then uh, the defenseman, yeah, both of them. Polo, he's got a lot of patience. And uh, Wilsey, he likes to bang it up in the corner. So, yeah, you're right. We bring a little bit of everything. And, of course, that's going to be important going forward because it takes a, it takes a little bit of everything, I guess, to be successful in hockey. You know, everybody's got the role to play. But uh, uh, what what was it about Merrimack that led you to, to come here? I, like, like we said, you played with guys that came here. I'm sure that played a role. But what were some of the other uh, things that, that made you decide that you wanted to play in Merrimack? Uh, definitely the small school atmosphere. Everyone knows everyone, and I, I just like that a lot. You know, I like interacting with people, and I like knowing who who's at the rink. And so you go to the rink every day, and you know who you're going to see, and you know who you're going to talk to, and uh, everyone's friendly. It's just, it seems like you're just in a huge family here. I don't know what the feeling would be like. You know, we talk about Ohio State. You probably see people, different people every day with uh, thousands of people that are around the rink. So that's a nice thing. And then uh, the other, the coaching staff was great. When I was uh, being recruited, it was Coach Yoffitt. So, you know, that was back, what, 20 years ago, but uh, no, Coach Dennehy and Coach Stewart, they're both uh, great guys, along with Coach Carr, who came in this year. So when I was talking to Coach Dennehy, every time, you know, he, he cared about our, my family, he cared about me, myself, how I was doing. So, you know, it's, it's attention to detail that all three of the coaches have. It's something that, from my perspective, you know, following this game over the years has been kind of unique with regard to to college hockey or, you know, Division One hockey here is that you have so many different kinds of schools that are playing it. You have the big schools that you said, like Ohio State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the Big Ten schools, right? And then you have the smaller, some of the smaller schools. Or first, we'll say some of the middle, middle-sized schools like BU and BC that, you know, they're not as big, but they're still relatively, you know, well-known. They've got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people know who they are, publicity and so on. And then you have schools that are really Division Two and Division Three in some cases, Merrimack being one of those, a smaller school, and yet they're able to, to compete on the national stage with everybody else. Yeah, I think uh, for the most part you throw teams off, you know, they come into Merrimack and they see how small the campus it is and they see the see the building size and everything, so it's just, it's uh, pretty crazy driving around, you know, the Boston University, Boston Colleges, even here at UNH, the campus is beautiful, and being in Vermont, that was an eye-opener at the start of the year, driving around Vermont, it was, it's just beautiful down there, so there is a lot of different 
difference, but uh, yeah, you got to make sure you see see the campus while you, when you come here and you're fresh your that's for sure. Now you're from uh, Lacombe, Alberta. Can you tell us where is that? Uh, you know, where is it in relation to some other towns? How big is it? Uh, what's the community like? And uh, you know, tell us or give us a shout out to your family. Uh, shout out to my family, my mom and my dad and my sister. I know they're listening. They're up watching my brother actually in Edmonton tonight. But uh, Lacombe, Alberta is right in between Edmonton and Calgary, so I'm pretty much smack in the middle of uh, Carl and Jesse. So if I want to go see Carl or Jesse, I don't know why I would want to, but <laughs> I, um, I'm pretty close to both of those guys, two hours either way, north or south. So And uh, Lacombe, it's about, I would say it's about 15,000 people now. It's growing and uh, getting pretty popular. All right, Clayton, it's great to have a chance to talk to you. We appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you play over the next few years here at Merrimack, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much. That was fun. Clayton Jardines, our guest in this first intermission, Merrimack and UNH are all tied up at one-to-one.